If you're watching this channel, it's because you don't enjoy watching the world squander what Christendom built, and you want to do your part. Today I'd like to mention one means of doing just that. Email made by and for Catholics. Check out Fide Email. That's F-I-D-E-I dot email. Built for Catholic individuals, families, organizations, and groups. They're private, secure, and of course Catholic. God bless. A lot has happened about the Synod outside the deliberations of the Synod itself. We have the story today of at least one cardinal ignoring France's admonition to not talk to the media by going on EWTN. <laughs> we have Cardinal Burke going on EWTN as well to respond to the dismissive and mocking response of Francis to the Dubia. And I will pose a question for you here today to think about while we go over these stories. There are two things I've noticed relating to the response to the Dubia. Have you noticed these two kinds of responses? And really, there's three of them. The first kind of response comes from allegedly conservative and allegedly traditional Catholic media who are now united in an almost coordinated way to demand that you not have suspicions about the legitimacy of Francis and that you just submit to him while still somehow resisting him. This is in response to not only Father Altman denying the validity of Francis, but now Archbishop Vigano saying that Catholics should be open to having the discussion about the legitimacy of Francis. And then he then goes on to express his own hypothesis on the question. Now, the other response has been a mix of jubilation and smirking contempt for anyone who doesn't support Francis opening the door to the blessings everyone has heard about by now by just saying to Cardinal Burke and the other dubia cardinals that they should be careful what they wish for. I guess a third response has also been from conservative and traditional outlets claiming that Francis didn't do what everyone can plainly see that he did do, which is to open the door for James Martin blessings. Have you noticed these responses? What do you think of them? Let me know in the comments if you've noticed them and what your thoughts are on that as we go over the story. The Synod is worth focusing on today, though. It has continued its deliberations behind closed doors, and so far, little has been released about it that the Vatican hasn't itself told the world about. But some interesting things have still happened. Let's start here. At a synod press conference, Diane Montagna, who is a Catholic journalist, decided to take Francis's advice about going out and making a mess of things by asking the cardinals running the synod at their press conference a couple of rather hard questions. And I had a hard time not laughing when I first read these. Here's what she asked them. The questions she asked the synod representatives are some that we've all been asking ourselves for some time, especially in the comments on my channel, and I'm glad someone else is asking the pointed questions to these people and to their face. Quote, Diane Montagna, A fundamental question about the synod, repeatedly synod officials, including yourself, have talked about the Holy Spirit as the protagonist of the synod. Over and over again we hear about the Holy Spirit. Traditionally, well, not just traditionally, the Catholic Church discerns the presence of the Holy Spirit by determining if something is in accord with divine revelation, the unanimous consent of the fathers, and apostolic tradition. How is this assembly discerning whether something comes from the Holy Spirit or from another spirit? Paolo Ruffini responds, I can respond by citing the creed which you know. I believe in the Holy Spirit. For the rest, it is the people of God on a journey that is meeting to pray and converse together. In history, as in prior history, moments happen when the people of God gather, pray, God with them, and the Holy Spirit acts. Diane Montagna. But how do we know that it's the Holy Spirit? 
Christiane Murray, Vice Director of the Holy See Press Office. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Ruffini. Are there any other questions? No, then tomorrow there's another meeting here. End quote. Notice how they couldn't move fast enough to get past the tough question that they didn't want to answer. You'd be forgiven if you doubted that any of these people actually believe in God. Some have openly asked if Francis and the Cardinals even believe in God or if they believe in something else. Because if they believed in the biblical God, they wouldn't be promoting most of the errors we see at the Synod today, including sins that Scripture tells us offend God gravely. Which brings me to Cardinal Mueller. As you know, Cardinal Mueller is participating in the Synod at the invitation of Francis. And all participants of the Synod of Bishops are told not to talk to the media about the Synod. That, of course, was ignored by Cardinal Mueller this past Friday night when he appeared on EWTN to tell Raymond Arroyo all about what was happening at the Synod. He then described the early part of the Synod as going well, but at the time he gave the interview, he said very little about the Synod as very little had happened. The Synod started the day before. He spoke about collegiality between Francis and the bishops. He did take on Cardinal Fernandez, who spoke about not taking on the doctrine of the Holy Father, whatever the doctrine of the Holy Father is, as well as Francis having a unique charism that was only Francis's. Fernandez probably means that the unique charism belongs to whoever is Pope at the time, and I will try to assume in charity that Fernandez isn't applying messianic language to Francis and messianic qualities, because if so, that's more than a little troubling. But here's Mueller's response, quote, that the special doctrine of the, of the Pope doesn't exist. The doctrine of the Popes, because existing in the Church, is only the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the doctrine of the Apostles, so the official confession of our faith. The Pope and the bishops are the official promoter of this doctrine, but they don't have their own doctrine. Pope Benedict XVI wrote his own book, his famous book about Jesus. In the foreword he wrote, he distinguished, it is my own theological opinion. I am speaking here as the Pope. Surely the Pope has a special authority in the Church according to our Catholic faith, but he is not a person who receives new revelation. Revelation is once and forever given in Jesus Christ. Therefore, this idea formulated by the new prefect for the dicastery of the doctrine of the faith is a very new idea, a very special idea. Never have I heard of it. it I was 60 years a professor of dogmatics. I know all about the documents about the papacy, and I have never read anything about this special gift of the Pope only given to Pope Francis and not to the former popes, end quote. You kind of see he's making fun of Fernandez there. Cardinal Mueller goes on in that interview to address the Bishop Strickland question. Raymond Arroyo says that Bishop Strickland was investigated for very little reason, meaning that the Vatican had really no good reason for launching a formal investigation of the bishop. And that's obviously true. I mean, the problems they cited are common throughout the church, especially in America. Mueller responds by reminding people that the bishops are not delegates of the Pope, that they are apostolic men in their own right. He says that the bishops are not to be political in the secular sense, not aligned with one party or another, and says that it's a shame that bishops get pressure, presumably from Rome, to align themselves with whatever the spur-of-the-moment topic is coming from Rome. And to not appear political when most of the decent bishops aren't political creatures anyway. He's right, of course, but an obvious exception does exist for bishops not being partisan. When one party has overtly embraced evil of the worst kind, being aligned informally with the other party is probably just a matter of joining forces with those who oppose evil. 
Such seems to be the case in America at the moment, though few are unwilling to admit it openly. Now, Cardinal Mueller isn't the only one who spoke with EWTN this past week. Cardinal Burke, who is not participating in the Synod, spoke with EWTN this past week as well. Gloria TV summarized what he had to say to Raymond Arroyo. Here we see Burke responding to the statements by Cardinal Fernandez, the prefect for the dicastery of the doctrine of the faith. Fernandez is the one who is credited with penning the response to the dubia, and he may have done so despite Cardinal Ladaria having been prefect in August when the document was penned, given that it was known that Ladaria was not going to be continuing at that time. It's entirely conceivable that Francis had Fernandez pen the document, knowing that he was going to be the incoming prefect replacing Ladaria starting the next month, after the dubia was responded to. Fernandez issued a long, ambiguous document that appears to reject the inerrancy of sacred scripture, rejects the rulings of the Council of Trent on key doctrinal issues, as well as providing for James Martin blessings. Most of that by now is pretty widely known. Here's a summary of what Cardinal Burke had to say on the whole matter. So, from Gloria TV, quote, Tuco Fernandez's accusations that the five dubia cardinals are, quote, working against the church's unity is, quote, simply absurd, Cardinal Burke told Raymond Arroyo on October 5th. Unless you have the strange idea that some people, Tuco, have, that individuals can create their own doctrine according to their feelings and so forth, but that is not Catholic. Explaining the truism that sins cannot be blessed, Burke said, we are judges. We have to judge what is right and what is wrong. And we know on the authority of the divine revelation that acts of the flesh between people of like kind are intrinsically evil. It cannot be interpreted otherwise. Arroyo mentions that James Martin's pseudo-blessings are already being practiced and, quote, indeed advanced by the Vatican. Burke, quote, even if the Pope himself proclaims things that are false, we defend the truth. He explained that the current ex-synod is undermining the nature of the Church, as Christ established it. Quote, we must do our best to stop this. End quote. When Cardinal Burke talks about some having the strange idea that they have their own doctrine, He's, of course, referring to the statements made publicly by Fernandez, that Francis has his own doctrine, that people are bad Catholics for rejecting the doctrine of Francis. Now, this is a point that's been addressed by Cardinal Mueller as well, and it's worth repeating what Burke and Mueller have said about this. No pope has their own doctrine or their own magisterium. They don't. They're supposed to safeguard and teach the doctrine and magisterium of the Catholic Church. They're supposed to teach the doctrine of Jesus, not their own doctrine. To say that they have their own doctrine is to, at the very least, make individual popes out to be divine oracles, if not divine figures in their own right. Cardinal Fernandez has suggested this. While Mueller elsewhere said it, it's a bit like saying that Francis has been given a unique charism in the history of the church. That's obviously a dangerous line of theology to follow, which is why both Burke and Mueller have responded to it, and we should expect to see more bishops responding to it as well. Now, I have to ask here, in closing, what do you think about the weird happenings at the Synod that transpired in the past few days that I've covered here? Is it revealing that the Synod representatives couldn't quite bring themselves to answer a basic question from Diane Montagna about discerning spirits, about if it's really the Holy Spirit or some other spirit they're listening to? 
Is it a good thing that Mueller and Burke are speaking to the public about the Synod, or should they honor Francis's request to not talk? Let me know in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.